Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Worship Q&A podcast. I'm Dwayne Moore. Each week, we try to answer questions that worship leaders are asking. This week, we have our dear friend and lead team member, Josh Anders, as a guest with us on our podcast. Josh was a guest of our coaching program just a few weeks ago during our impact phase of coaching, where he talked to us about several topics, and we're going to share a couple of those excerpts with you over the next couple of weeks in our podcast. Today, Josh is talking to us about how he deals with negative comments in ministry. We all get them. If we stay in ministry long enough, we're going to experience this. What do you do to help prevent them from coming? But when they come, how do you deal with them? Because inevitably they do come at times, don't they? So Josh is going to talk to us about that. Before we put him in here to talk to us, I want to encourage you to pray for us, please, because by the time you're listening to this, we are finishing up conferences in Kenya. In fact, by the time this podcast is released, we will be in Mombasa, Kenya, leading a conference this week. We have already been in Zimbabwe leading an intensive school there. You want to be sure to go to our website, nextlevelworship.com, and click on the missions tab, and you will hear the update from that amazing, amazing school where six countries of leaders came together. And then we have been in now in Kenya in Nairobi leading a conference, and finally we're ending it this week in Mombasa, Kenya, leading yet another conference before we fly home to our families. So please pray for our team, pray for the people who attend, and pray for impact. Speaking of impact, if you want to make an impact greater than you have before in your ministry and in your team, you need to join our coaching program. I promise you it's one of the most powerful, effective things you can do. You can go to our website, nextlevelworship.com, click on the training tab, and watch videos of others who have gone through our coaching. And you can see for yourself, hear for yourself, the tremendous change it's made and the encouragement it has brought to those who listen and attend and sign up for the coaching. Also, you need to sign up and come to our Worship Leader Intensive. It's just a few weeks away now. It's coming up in October, October the 15th to the 19th in Louisville, Kentucky. This is going to be a phenomenal event. We love doing these. One of our favorite things to do it's for a select small group of worship pastors and lead pastors. You want to be there for this. Even if you're considering being a worship leader in the future, this may be an event that could really, really help you. So check it out, nextlevelworship.com, and then click on the training tab, and then click on the worship leader intensive, the reimagine intensive it's called. Well, with no further ado, here is our friend Josh Anders, worship pastor at the Point Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana, talking to us about how he deals with negative comments in ministry. You know, in a church like ours, we're a church of about 1,100 on Sunday mornings. Um, you got a lot of preferences. I mean, a lot. You do. You have a lot of preferences. Um, you just have to learn, you have to have a foundation, first of all, that you, you're never going to be able to please everybody 100%. It's just not going to happen. Um, but second of all, it helps to have a, a support structure, a leadership structure that will that will not throw you to the wolves, so to speak. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been there in the past, and it's not fun. Um, you know, where you, you try to do the right thing, and you're not supported, and um, it's it's very, very difficult. But I think being in a healthy environment and healthy uh, functional uh, 
a leadership structure in a church, like it really helps. Um, our pastor just has this goal, like, listen, we know who God has called us to reach, and that's who we're reaching. And um, and we have a particular vision on and how we're going to implement things, and there's a reason for it. You know, we're reaching people that no one else is reaching in our city. And so there are things that we're going to do that's going to be very specific, you know, and we're not going to stray from those things, you know. And so I remember there was a time where, and this was really difficult for me, there was a time where um, there, was a, there was a lady who used to be a part of the worship team before I came. and um, But by the time I'd come, she'd been off the team for a while. But her daughter had brain cancer and eventually, unfortunately, passed from it. And her daughter was just in her early 20s. Um, well, it, she came up to me one day and she was like, listen, um, the lights are giving my daughter seizures. And I'm like, really? And she was like, yes. She's like, she's like, we, she just can't, we can't even come in until after the worship. And so I said, they're, they're really giving her like seizures. Wow. I, I, man, I don't definitely don't want that to happen, you know? And uh, she went on to explain. And when she, as she explained, you know, she backed up a little bit. She's like, well, you know, you're just giving her headaches, you know? And, and so it got to the point where like, I understood like, you know, she was just being really overcautious with, with, the, with her. And, um, and so I went to, to my pastor. And I was just like, how do I address this? Cause I don't want to seem insensitive to this family. And, um, and he said, and he, and he kind of coached me, you know, what to say. So the next time I saw her, I said, listen, I said, I understand that um, this may be a problem for you guys. So let me help you find a solution, you know, and I gave them several options of where they could sit in the, in the worship center, that it would not be an issue for them. And even some extra out of the box uh, suggestions. And, you know, at first it was just like, well, we, we love sitting down towards the front. And I'm like, I know I, but, you know, I know scientifically that what we were doing wasn't causing anybody any health issues because we're not operating those devices that would do that. Um, but I didn't want to just come out and tell her that, you know, she was wrong, but I offered a solution to help the problem. And so they really appreciated that. And they took the advice and um, just thanked me for it from then on. So. It could have been something where I could have got because at the time I was programming the lighting, so I could have gotten really defensive about it, um, yes. but I chose not to. And it was just one of those situations where that happens. You know, every once in a while you'll get the comment on the connection card, music's too loud, or, you know, why don't you do this song? And, you know, I, if you ever have someone tell you that in person, just say, you know, I really appreciate your input. Thank you so much. You know, I'll take this to the team. And, and we'll we'll discuss this together, you know. And so uh, I think it's important to acknowledge people's thoughts, but we obviously cannot change for every single preference or every single family. And, and one way to say it is, it's like, listen, I, I know you, you wouldn't want us to cater specifically towards your family, so here's some solutions of, of you know, what we could do. And, um, you know, and just assuming positive on them. And I think... Yeah. We just we just don't have a lot of I think when you start feeding into the to the preferential treatment, you'll start seeing more people voice preferential concerns. But when you when you find yourself staying on the 
vision and the track that God has given you and supporting the pastor's vision and then the pastor supporting you when you support the pastor's vision, um, you start to see that you just don't really hear negative feedback much anymore. And honestly, I didn't think that was possible, but it's true. At least it's been true for me here. Like you create a culture where it's just like, hey, this is what God has called us to. And, and it might not be a good fit for everyone. And that's okay if it's not, because there's some place that it will be a great fit for you. And and you can grow and learn. But in the meantime, we're going to keep um, helping people find and follow Jesus uh, with the vision he's given us. And so um, I think if you just stay true to that, that in a loving way, in a kind way, and always affirming people and letting them know their voice is certainly welcome to be heard and that you care for them, um, it just it really makes a lot of things non-issues. Uh, there's several things I can glean from that and trying to just kind of bullet point what you said. But one of those is your, obviously the support you get from your pastor and vice versa. That is, we're, our, mouth, our mouth is kind of watering because some of us listening to you don't have that, to be honest. Uh, some of us listening don't even have a pastor at all right now. Um, and so it's difficult. Uh, I know when I went into Valley View, uh, with the many changes that we made because the pastor asked me to, he did support me through it, but we did get negative comments. But they had created, not 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 our pastor that I was with, but it had been that way many years, where they 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 had a say-so. They felt like they, they had some ownership. And so when we started changing what they liked, we definitely heard negative comments. So, so yeah, you're in a unique situation, Josh, that maybe others – aren't hearing as much, but you know, because you've been through those kind of situations. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know what it's, I know what it's like to do the right thing and, and, and then, uh, totally but, let it blow. But something else I can glean from what you said is that you still have a, you, you, you handle it positively and you do handle it. You, you, you had a team. I, I, I want to pull that out and, and emphasize that. Did you catch what he said that he said, Hey, I'll take this to the team. In other words, he wasn't just, don't put it all on yourself because then you become the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, now, don't lie either. If you're going to say that, you, you really got to go do it with somebody, you know, talk yeah. to somebody else around you as a staff member or somebody. But that way it becomes a bigger thing than just with you. Uh, it's not just you saying, well, no, this is, no, we don't, I don't do that. Well, it's about the team. And, uh, and so that, that kind of gives some help and support to you when you say that to a person. I'll, I'll glean that from what you said, but also, and I'll, then I'll stop talking, but I think what you said at the beginning of that was very powerful that you knew the direction, it was clear where you were going, and so you knew that, that these things would help get you in that direction. Even if some were negative about it, you had a calmness about that because you had a peace of mind in that. And uh, it's not a cockiness, it's not, it, you never, never lose your teachableness, but you know that, that you have as a leader a vision that maybe those individuals don't have as much and they don't understand. So you don't wanna be condescending, but the reality is you're gonna go the way God's told you. And I think those are powerful things to take away from what you just said. Thank you so much, Josh, for sharing that with us today. That was an excerpt from his interview with us during our coaching session that we did with him recently. We will have him back again next week to talk to us again, but this time he will be talking to us about set design. You don't want to miss that. If you've got a question, something you want us to address here on the Worship Q&A podcast, send us an email at office at nextlevelworship.com and we will do our best to get your question answered. Thanks so much and have a blessed week. And don't forget to pray for us as we are in Kenya ministering and leading conferences. Thanks so much.